welcome everyone to the second episode of 2019. That's right. It's the episode where Scott's shaking his head. It just sounds weird to me. 2019? Yeah. Well, I can't get over that. I cannot get over the fact that it's 2019. Yeah. I know it's, it's weird. It's just me. So I know there's a lot of people um, right now that are saying, you know, for the ball drop for the end of this year, they want Barbara Walters as ancient as she is to do that so that when it the the year ends she can say it's 2020 and i know a lot of people are not going to get that joke um a lot of people are just you know the millennials out there are going to be scratching their head what so what it's 2020 you know the joke is barbara walters used to be a news anchor on a show called 2020 um well it's barbara walters yeah. welcome to 2020 yeah. um you know at the same time, I, I, I really want to buy a car and say it's a 2020 model. <laughs> um, but it's going to be really weird because, you know, all my life growing up, we've always referred to, you know, the 1920s as the 20s. I can't do that anymore. As soon as we hit, you know, 2020, oh. we're going to say the 1920s. Well, yeah, but I mean, let's face it. How many times are you going to still talk about the 1920s at that point? I guess no, because like the... Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that's happened. You know, in the 1920s, the 1930s, the 1940s. I mean, eventually we're going to get those points where you're going to have to say 1920, 1930, 1940s, instead of like, you know, in the 40s. That's when World War One and, and, you know, even World War Two and that happened. Uh, it already annoys me to have to say 1820s. So, yeah, here we well, go. There you go. Um, but that's okay. So that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about history and dates and Barbara Walters and stuff like that. No, we are here to talk about the amazing awesomeness that is, well, Aquaman. Or maybe it's not amazing. Maybe it's not awesome. Um, you never know. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about this because, Daniel, you and I haven't talked about Aquaman yet. No, not yet. And I've heard so many different uh, opinions out there. Well, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, here's the th deal. Everyone right now is, a in, right. in my opinion, mm -hmm. is a little biased. Because they have seen Marvel movies, <laughs> which have been done really well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so their level of expectations for a superhero movie is very high, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They um, are very high. And so because of that, I feel like... DC has a little unfair advantage here. Now, uh, uh, you mean Marvel has a little unfair advantage over this DC film? Is that what you're saying? Well, okay, yeah. So DC has a disadvantage. Marvel has an unfair advantage. Um, but all in all, uh, you know, that's just the name of the game. Whoever gets there first wins the prize. I mean, we've seen it with Tesla and, and Edison. We've seen it with... Uh, Ford. I mean, there. It's that's how it is. You know, whoever can get to the finish line first generally dominates the market. You see, you say that, but Batman Begins. I still love the Dark Knight trilogy. Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy is still so beautiful. And even then, the '80s Batman or '90s, '80s and '90s, 90s Batman. Yeah. Like, I love those movies. Yes, they don't exactly stand up to the test of time, mm -hmm. to the test of reality. Yeah. You know, but. Honestly, and that's going to be my opinion, this movie, neither does this one. You know, but see, and that's where I feel like DC has kind of lost their footing. You know, they're trying to keep these characters 
memorable, which they are. Um, That's true. Very memorable. But at the same time, if you look at Marvel's characters, a lot of their characters are very common sense based. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone can relate to Peter Parker. They've been in high school. They've gone through the struggles he's gone through in one way or another. You know, they've had financial woes where they've had to struggle financially. They've had maybe a bully pick on them. They've been through that, you know, oh man, I got homework and so on and so forth. I'm going to pause you right there because what are you talking about? That's exactly what Aquaman is. He is the everyday man being put into these crazy situations in this. But he's not. See, that's the thing is with DC, as much as I love DC, I'm a huge DC fan, they're heroes are a little very unbelievable in, in, in when it comes to based in reality you know when ever will you be able to really understand bruce wayne you know you have more money than you have common sense at your disposal i'll be okay with that i will be all right with I, that. i'm sure everyone would be all right with that but when can you ever Say, yeah, I know what it's like to be able to just, you know, write a check and buy a hotel at a whim. Well, on those, yeah, yeah, uh, in that you know. regard. But as far as, like, being having bullies, like we said in Aquaman, as far as being in crazy situations and reacting like, what? Well, see, like, same at, with that. But in the Aquaman movie, I feel like that's what they were trying to do, kind of toning it down and making it a little bit more like Marvel with the bully situation so that you can relate to that character, which I think was good. I think oh, that was needed. a good marketing. Needed. They needed that. Um, you we should know, probably say spoiler. This is a spoiler review. The yeah. movie's been out for three weeks. If you haven't seen it, you need to go see it. Um, and but if you I haven't mean, seen it, pause the show, I come mean, back that, to us yeah. in a week. I mean, that that point of the bully, I don't think it's much of a, a spoiler. You no, see that's that in the trailer. trailer. No, I'm just saying we're yeah. going to get into spoilers. You're right. But as far and as... Knowing me, I'm just going to... Like, let's look at Justice League. I do not feel like their version of The Flash... Is even believable or real? No, no. You know, he he's he's the socially awkward, inept character that I need friends. Barry Allen was the heart and soul of the Justice League, so much so that they're you know even in the cartoon and in various uh, comic book iterations that on a different Earth, Bar- the Flash dies, right? And he is the anchor, and they turn evil. He is the one that kept them grounded in, in, you know, that's where you get Ultraman and Supergirl and Owlman and that. Uh, no, I do agree. I do agree that, you know, he needs to be grounded. But it, I don't know. I, I liked that that character. But at the same time, I agree. That's not the classic Flash that we've always yeah. seen. And so. But bringing I, that back to the. But DC does fantastic when it comes to television. When they have longer than a couple hours to tell a story, I think they deliver believable, well-rounded, likable characters. Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like in this one, they delivered believable, fairly well-rounded You're right, characters. They, uh, and, and I agree with that. You know, with, with Aquaman, I feel like Jason Momoa is a much more believable Aquaman than we have ever seen before. Yeah, agree. You know, even 100%. when he puts on the traditional Aquaman suit with the uh, yellowish-goldish, you know, fish fins on top <laughs> and the green pants below he looked the part you know yes he didn't he it wasn't blonde crop top hair Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. looked like a you know like an islander you know he fit the part and i like that they've done that you know that is the one thing that i have enjoyed 
Um, no, 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 I agree. I agree. His character, the... Uh, <laughs> should we get into... I, I should probably hold my gripes until the end. Uh, even about the suit. The orange and green. You know, the suit was weird. I will admit that. The big weird greaves. I mean, what the heck? It it, I, it reminded me of, uh, of Green Lantern, the CGI suit. Yeah. It was... And see, and that's that's the thing. Like the characterization, love the characterization mm-hmm. of this movie. My my the pain for me, the downfall was the fact that I went into this movie and what I got was a an animated cartoon, and I wasn't expecting the see the them to actually have real life sharks, mm-hmm. obviously. But it's just it was it started slow. It picked up. It picked up. It mm-hmm. picked up. We had that Wakanda moment. Welcome to Wakanda. Yeah. But. Then it just ah oh, oh it was all CG everything well, was yeah, so I mean, CG and, and I get it they were using the throne of Atlantis storyline from the new fifty two series, which is a fantastic story. It is, but it, it is a fantastic it, story. It, it was so CG'd. I mean, it was really weird when they started moving off and they're swimming and they didn't they looked weird they looked very CG'd. Um, I will admit that really distracted me. And then in the end, it was like as he accepted his mantle. Of the CG, <laughs> he accepted the CG uniform. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's how it felt. That's how it felt to me. I, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe part of the suit was actual real suit. Then they CG'd over it to make it all shiny and glimmery. Well, it was but, for, like, that final battle. Like, when he comes out of the waterfall, it looks yeah fairly believable. Yeah. But when, you know, during the final battle, I'm just like... Ugh. You know, I, I did love the fact that they did make uh, his brother Ocean... Ocean Master, he had the mask and looked like Ocean Master. I really felt like the characters looked like how they should have. Yeah. Um, the CG stuff, you know, was kind of goofy and weird. And the huge Kraken monster that burst out. And was that was awesome. I enjoyed that. But I'm just like, really? Did we need that? But okay, we got that. Was that part of the original story? Uh, no, that wasn't in the the throne of Atlantis, but it was kind of cool. You got this giant beast that's been slumbering for yeah, years. And yeah. Now we can talk to it, so it's now his pet. It's like, okay, awesome. See now, and that, <laughs> I hope that they never do a Wonder Woman versus Aquaman story because I know in the comics they have uh, the Amazons and uh, the, so uh, the... so if they ever do a Flashpoint paradox uh, movie, actually that does happen. Well, I know that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, but in real movies, like how much they have built up Aquaman's kingdom, and how much they've yeah. built up Atlantis, how huge the kingdoms are—not just Atlantean yeah. kingdom, but all the other kingdoms yeah. and armies. Like, those are immense armies. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for the Amazons because they are much smaller on this little island. Like, yeah. I mean, I would have. We'll have to see. Um, I we do know that they're doing another Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984, mm-hmm. uh, which will be. Excuse me. Interesting how they go about doing that, uh, especially since Steve Trevor is back and Chris P- Pine is playing him. The only way I can see that it, that happens is he's like maybe a grand, great great grandkid or something like that. I I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing how they pull it off. I would like to see how he does that. Uh, I I feel like they've got a strong Aquaman. Granted, the movie was not perfect. No, no, no. Definitely was it not It was perfect. a fun ride. I wouldn't call it a an amazing movie. I wouldn't call it a flop either. But it's not a flop. It it's earning a lot of money, and it, it deserves yeah. the money that it's I mean, making. If I remember right, it's still number one right now. Yeah. You know, granted, Rotten Tomatoes only has a, what, 64%, 65%? 
I think they had 60. Wasn't it 60% or, or even 60? Tomatoes? That's still not bad considering uh, 65 okay 65 that's still not bad considering how low it could be yeah uh you know i mean what is the rotten tomato uh rating for phantom menace oh i don't think you want to know that let's just look at that in comparison i know a lot of people dislike phantom menace or should we do like batman versus superman sure batman versus superman that's on even ground that just to be fair because you know phantom menace that's not really fair we know that's already low. All right, so what is the Rotten Tomato score for uh, Batman, Batman v Superman. Superman: Dawn of Justice? Twenty-seven percent from critics, sixty-three from audiences. Okay, so it's actually almost on par then. Twenty-seven percent from critics, though. Yeah. I guess we don't care about critics, you know, right? Well, I guess we sort of are critics, but not really critics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like we're more like normal people. Yeah, we're closer a, to the, the normal man. Um, so as far as the everyday Joe, they're pretty close. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Surprisingly enough, like I'm, I'm legitimately surprised about that. Okay. Um, but no, it's, uh, yeah. Cause Aquaman is getting 80% from the, from the audiences. Okay. Um, and again, everybody's loving it. It, I, I hear that it just topped Wonder Woman as far as yep. uh, ticket sales yeah. for the first couple of weeks. Um, which is awesome. Uh, which is saying because... that DC's gotten their feet under their yeah under and, them. And I'm not saying it's awesome because it was better than Wonder yeah. Woman. What I'm saying is it's awesome that they are picking up speed. Yeah. Like originally, I was really figuring that we were going to see an Aquaman movie, we were going to see a Wonder Woman movie, and then you know Wonder Woman did so well, I mm-hmm. thought that those were going to be it. That was it. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman did well, so now we're getting a second Wonder Woman, and now Aquaman is doing surprisingly see, well. So this I wonder is if this my is opinion. hope for yeah, the Yeah, and I think it is. And this is my opinion. They should have done what Marvel did. Of course they should Where we have. got a collection of one-off movies of the characters, letting us know who these characters are in this new playground, and then putting them together. Not doing the, all right, well, we've got the Man of Steel out there. Let's do Batman versus Superman. We'll throw Wonder Woman in there. Now we got to form the Justice League, and then we'll give everyone else... You know, and I get what they were trying to do. They're trying to play catch up with Marvel, and I think that's what really hindered them. Oh, of course. Because if we would have used the same dynamic that Marvel used, now granted, it would look like they're piggybacking using the same formula. But you know, in the business world, that happens a lot. Why break something if it's working? You know, use it to your advantage. Why you know remake the will? Uh, I guess the the slogan is there. But um, they should have done that. Yeah. If we would have got the Wonder Woman we got, the Aquaman we got, you know, yes, we already had Superman. It was okay. A Batman that we could get behind, and then a Flash movie we can get behind. Then bring bring them all together, throw in Cyborg during the Justice League. That would have been fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And then really move forward. I think they would have gained a lot more uh, speed and ground. But then again, if they would have brought these other two first, if they would have put a Batman, then an Aquaman, and then a Wonder Woman movie, if those three would have been the first ones out, they I, what I would be afraid of is that they would have fallen victim to the same thing that the first Superman movie came, fell to. They were trying to make it too real, too dark, and it just it flopped. I mean, that may mind. have been the case. You're right. Um, I feel like they have lightened up the mood. I mean, even the lighting in these two in Wonder Woman and Aquaman was really bright tones. Oh, there yeah. wasn't a lot of dark 
there were some, but it wasn't most of the movie like we saw with Superman and Batman vs. Superman and even Justice League. Um, I don't think people like dark all the time, no. you know, especially with their heroes. They want to be inspired. They want to have hope. They want that light. Um, and I think that's what really bugs me about the Flash character is he's not that. He's not very, you know, you look at Flash on TV and he's always hopeful, even when things are tough and things are down. Well, except always... for certain seasons. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, but, but you know, he still has self-doubt about himself, but he's always still trying to think of the positive, trying to, to find a way to solve whatever the problem is, even though it doesn't look good. You see, and that's why I still ha- hold out hope. After seeing these last two movies, mm-hmm. I hold out hope that they're going to do the same thing to The Flash that they did to Wonder Woman and mm-hmm. and to Aquaman. Because frankly, Aquaman was a little not quite in the movies, you know, mm-hmm. in the previous movie. Like, yeah. he just wasn't quite there. But you could see where in the reshoots they kind of made him more like yeah. that. Like when he was sitting on the lasso of truth. Yeah. That was hilarious. Oh, that was I loved that moment. And it all of a sudden made him just so much more... Wow, this guy, you know, like you can have a serious character that has a funny moment. You want to know what? I, I would have loved that more if that would have been Batman. Yeah. You know, because the Batman we've got is very <laughs> gruff, no holds bar, not really showing much. That would have been really cool. Granted, it was cool that we saw Aquaman there. Yeah. Um, but to have like that breakdown moment with Batman would have been really cool. But oh, well, that's okay. Um, I, just, I I'm I am excited to see where DC moves forward. Um, and this gives me hope that they will move forward. Yeah, you know, and but the concerns are out there now. Is getting what, what's going on with Superman? I mean, there are so many rumors running around of Henry Calville putting hanging up the cape. Same with the Batman rumors. Yeah. Well, the Batman rumors have been it, yeah. Ben Affleck is out. I mean, that's definitely... That some, is... That is... That's some, no longer rumor. That's, that's no longer rumor, and even his brother accidentally uh, let it out uh, on during an interview. Um, they are looking for a replacement. So... I'd question that, just because, like, look at... Uh... Look at how many times we've almost lost our Captain America and our Iron Man. Like, the actors have said multiple times, I'm done, I'm done. You're right, but the, it, that's different. You're right. Disney's they're there not, well, they're, very deep pocketbooks. Well, it's not even that. It's just they're not conflicting. There's not a, there's not a, a, a cohesiveness problem between the studio and the actor. Uh, so that's kind of, I feel mm. like that's what's going on. Um, and I... I I still, I, I can't get behind. So, I mean, if Cavill is out, I'm happy. I've never been able to get behind him being Superman, to be honest. He just, to me, doesn't feel the part, and the Superman they built him as just doesn't feel like Superman. You know, he feels like a giant bully with superpowers, honestly. You know, I could totally go into Team Lex now because of the way they have made this Superman. He's not soft. He's not gentle. I mean, the scene we see at the beginning of Batman versus Superman, he just plows through a terrorist group to get to Lois. It's like, what? It just that, That's not Superman, in my opinion. Right. Um, you know, Superman is... Yeah, he's got all this strength, but he's very tender and soft, and he... he he would he is, rather solve a problem with words than throw out fists. You know who I... I really think that the character that they put down for Aquaman is actually closer to the Superman character than they have been putting down for Superman. Yeah. 
and because he is in this movie, he's likable. He has a beautiful character arc. Yeah. Um, he's not the only one too. Like, well, is he the only one? Hold on. Now I have to actually. No, think Mara about it. has a good story arc. Uh, she stands up for yep, herself she stands and decides up for that she's going to live her life. Um, we have a really good story arc, uh, though it is small, with uh, Aquaman's dad and his mom, mm-hmm. um, which I, I rather enjoyed. You know, it, Jango Fett's in love with Nicole Kidman. Um, <laughs> her outfit just bugged me. Uh, <laughs> and her super, super white hair drove yeah, me nuts. Yeah. Um, but... There were some good story arcs. Even the villain story arc was solid. You know, we got Dolph Lundgren under under the sea. Yeah. Um, dude, honestly, the guy would make an awesome King Trident. Just saying. If they ever decided to make a Little Mermaid. Oh, oh wait a minute. They already are. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I mean, there were some good story arcs. Every character I felt like had a good storyline. Even Black mm-hmm. Manta. Yeah. Oh yeah, I actually really enjoyed his character. Really enjoyed his story. Really enjoyed yeah. his his motivation. Yeah, he had a really strong motivation to be who he was, um, and I, and I like that. Black Manta has never been a really big character I've enjoyed uh, as a villain archetype, but I I actually liked what they did with him. Yeah. Why yeah. He, why he was going after the Aquaman, and even at the end, you know, with. Yeah. The, the the Chinese scientist guy that's like very obsessed and no one believes him and then he's like uh, finds him so uh, there there was a lot of good little tidbits to definitely make this series last yeah yeah and I love the helmet gag like huh, gotta make them farther apart like yeah I laughed so hard at that I don't know why that was my second favorite moment of the movie yeah and of course I gotta throw out my kudos to the best acting uh, in the movie um, my favorite moment hands down was the goat in the airplane. As soon as Aquaman and Mera both run, jump out of the plane, uh-huh. the goat, did, 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 did you just see what they did? Like yeah. that, the, I, yeah, hands yeah. down. Goat, you, you've won my Academy yeah. Award for this. Um, You're it, bumping up the grade, an entire grade, just for the goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great the moment. grade is going up because of the goat. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it was good. There were, there were some quirky stuff, like them jumping out of an airplane. But I do like also that they explain why their bodies are yeah, so much stronger. Yeah, their bodies are so much stronger because they're they're used to the depths. Yeah, and that's a lot of things that people don't understand. Aquaman's body is just as invulnerable as Superman's. Yeah, I had no idea about no, that. No, and he's just as strong. Um, and granted, if Superman is pulling his punches a lot, so he may actually be stronger. But he is he has super strength invulnerability because his body is adapted to the pressures of the sea. He can go right. clear to the ground, even in the Mariner Trench. Nothing we know of can withstand that that's, that has oxygen within it. Um, you know, he has punched out death. Superman hasn't. Uh, so there's a lot of different things that about Aquaman that is not really well known because no one can get past the, the orange and green or yellow and green spandex. Yeah. Well, also um, it's the casting. Jason Momoa, like you cannot get better casting than that. Oh no, you know he he, he is awesome. Um, even as Drago in uh, Game of Thrones, yeah he though he wasn't around long, it was still a really awesome. But he's ever around long in Game of Thrones. Yeah, um, Jason Momoa can just he can deliver a character really well. I also loved his character in uh, Stargate Atlantis back. Yo, in the day. yeah, I loved him in Atlantis. From Atlantis to Atlantis. Yeah, <laughs> can we call that? Look at that. He became full circle, except, 
Except for Atlantis is on the Earth now, not out in the Pegasus. <laughs> spoiler. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> it's only if been you don't 10 know years. that. Um, so all around good movie. No, no, I not I did a, enjoy it. Not a bomb. Not a flop. Not a bomb. But not as good as Bumblebee. No, nowhere as good as Bumblebee. Yeah. Um, okay. Honestly, I would have liked to have seen this movie as a summer uh, possible blockbuster. Okay. But I can understand why they didn't with Avengers coming out. Well, like they don't even with wanna... Avengers, all that stuff. Not only that, Aqua, they, they probably didn't know how well of a draw Aquaman would get. I mean, let's put it this way. I mean, even though Aquaman is one of the founding members of the Justice League. He's still he, Aquaman. He is Aquaman, the butt joke of the Justice League. Yeah. I mean, there's so many Aquaman jokes. I mean... So much so that there's kind of an Aquaman-ish character in SpongeBob SquarePants. Yep. I mean, he is just, he is the joke. You know, you watch uh, Big Bang Theory and they're like picking which superhero from Justice League they are and Raj ends up with Aqu- Aquaman. I don't want to be Aquaman. This sucks. No one wants to be Aquaman but Jason Momoa. Now I guarantee you we're going to see tons of Aquaman cosplay. People are gonna want to be Aquaman because of this movie. Oh, that's why I, I. That's why I'm so glad that they threw in that first scene with the bullies, like because that's every single per kid in America like making fun of Aquaman for like the last twenty years, yeah. right there. And then, what you gonna talk to fish? You gonna talk to fish? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing. That's all anyone's ever thought. Oh, Aquaman. Superpower. He can swim really fast, and you can talk to fish. <laughs> no, he's invulnerable. He has super strength. Yes, he can talk to fish and swim really fast, but come on, super strength and bullets don't pierce him, neither do knives? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yes, I would rather be able to fly than swim really fast, but, you know, with how much water is on the planet, that's not a really a, a game changer that's, that's unless you're stuck in Utah. also breathing underwater, that would be Yeah, and he can cool. breathe underwater, too. Yeah. I mean, so much so that apparently an Atlantean, you know, that's suffocating can stick his head in a toilet and be okay. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah. Toilet joke. Uh man. But, anyways, all right. So, we're almost out of time. Uh, so Final grades? Yeah, fa- final grades. Go for it. Oh, no, no, no. You have to go first on this one. I'm, I'm still... going first. I'm giving it a solid B. It's not in the range of an A. Good film. Fun. Uh, good action, good pacing. Story was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, there were some moments uh, that the dialogue could have been better, mm-hmm. but the CG, as good as it was, there were moments that it was just too much for me. I really wish we could have gotten something a little bit more solid. Granted, I understand you can't film underwater. Yeah, you know, you you have to make that up. But there were just scenes where someone would turn and walk away and then suddenly you see how their feet are up and they're kicking and it just didn't look yeah real yeah yeah so that and that, that pulled me out of it yeah too. that kind I'm of bugged of... me and pulled me out but the rest of it gives me that that b oh, oh i hate giving grades like a, for a movie like this because honestly it was a it was a fun movie mm-hmm. um i'd have to go with a c uh, that's a, that's actually what I was thinking you were going to go yeah, with this whole time. I have that's to. Okay. I have to. It's a, I, I want to up that to C+. Plus. In fact, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to up it to C+. Plus. Okay. I'm going to up it to C+. Plus. The only things that really bring me down are the over C, overuse of CG, uh-huh. which, honestly, to tell the story, I don't see how you could yeah. avoid that. Um, it's just, it, it pulled me out so bad. Um, it felt, I don't know why, it just reminded me of Wakanda and Thor having a baby, like... 
those two movies having a baby except having it like as a as a water birth. Yeah. Um <laughs> in mm-hmm. the tub. That's that's what this reminded me of. It was it was that super cheesy and 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 with the CG it pulled me out. Yeah. With the the natural cheese yeah. of the whole a theory of it. Yeah. I don't know why. I just feel like I'm just super you know. happy there wasn't this weird, awkward moment with a dolphin ever in the movie. If they would have thrown a dolphin anywhere in there, it, yeah, game, game over for me. Um, Was there not a dolphin? I didn't see any go- dolphins. I saw a giant shark. I, I heard a dolphin. I know at one point. I'm sure there were dolphins, but there wasn't like him interacting with any dolphin. No. Um, but you, you saw sharks. You saw these weird. Beautiful, yeah. Dinosaur. See, and that, that, that was another things. part that brought it down for me is that battle at the end. It was just so epic, so huge, so grandiose. I'm just like, honestly, I don't really think we needed that much. Oh, th- okay. That reminds me. That's the other thing that kind of brings me down for it. We have this gigantic Titanic battle, oh and they gosh, stop yeah. the kiss. Yeah. What, what the heck? What What is that? Why? Who? What? Who, who in the middle of a battle? I mean, that's like the perfect time, dude. Look, they're kissing. Headshot. <laughs> Game over. We win. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is like the peak of battle. And uh, it was an unnecessary. It wasn't the right time or location. Yeah. It should have been after everything. Yeah. I mean, that, that would have been like, okay, where, you know, the Gladiator movie, Maximus is in the middle of the Titanic battle with all these guys zipping around and he's yelling orders. And the girl comes down and gives him a kiss in the middle of that. You know, what? That has nothing to do with it. And our timer's up. Or beforehand. Even before, like, as he comes out in the gold, like... Well, probably not then. Maybe as he was going to go down to get the trident. Yeah. Like, as she's saying possible goodbyes. I could see that. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, but not In right the middle there. of battle. Yeah, no. it was just bad timing. Yeah. Um, Director's cut. That needs to yes. be cut. Anyways, so we're out of time, folks. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, good movie. It is a oh, good yeah. movie. I definitely think people should go see it. It's yeah. worth... The per, it's worth the money that it's making. Yeah. Um. And I have not heard one person who's gone and seen it. I'm talking like uh, younger kids. I've talking. I've talked to older adults, and every single one has the exact same opinion that it was a fun movie. That they're glad that they went. That it was awesome. It was an enjoyable and, ride. Yeah. Um. I think I'm just, no one is going like man that was crap. Uh, like we we saw with Batman yeah, versus even what Superman we have our or, or with Justice League. It's still a good fun movie. It's fun. It's enjoyable to watch. It's it's definitely a popcorn flip flick you can sit down and watch it and enjoy it for what it is i'm so tempted to bring it up to a b minus should i be nice I i'm be bring, nice. i i i'm convincing I'm almost, scott i'm to pulling bring it up. i'm pulling it up because of public demand like public, public demand opinion. and the goat you got to do it public for public opinion. demand and the it's, goat i feel like i'm aaron burr now you know it's, what is it that don't speak and listen you know <laughs> yeah. smile more yeah, i feel like that's what i have to just because everybody just seems to be loving it and you can't go wrong. I, well, I guess you can. But <laughs> it's a C plus with a tentative B minus for points for the people in the goat. We'll leave it at that. It is a one hundred percent. You need to see this on a five dollar Tuesday okay. movie. Like see it in movie. See it in the it's theaters. Definitely see it in the theaters. Because otherwise, you're not going to catch the little tiny details like in that battle. Because yeah. there are some seahorses that are just awesome. Yeah, I will so. agree. There was some really cool uh, sea animals and sea life that they they put on display. So uh, for those of you listening, check us out uh, if you have Spotify and you're out and running around or even at the office. We definitely are streaming on Spotify as well as all the other cool places you've heard us on with Stitcher, uh, Radio FM, and all, you know, uh, Apple, iTunes, and so on and so forth. Uh, So check out our upcoming shows. We're going to have David Weber coming on the show to talk about his new book, 
uh, Lee Modisette Jr. coming on to talk about his uh, the 20th anniversary of the Recluse uh, series and his new book that he has coming out. Uh, so that'll be really cool. And we have some other really cool things coming up and in the works, and we'll talk to you about those next time. Until then, we're out of here. We're what do you mean DVD? What do you mean Deadpool's coming to DVD? Once upon a <gasps> Deadpool, that, that can't come out to DVD, can it? Yep, Once upon a Deadpool coming to DVD. Deadpool.